And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, December 27th, and uh, most people are still hopefully celebrating the holiday season. Maybe you're taking some time off. It doesn't really matter. We are going to keep broadcasting every single day because that's what we do. If you've got a question, just go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Click the contact button and we would be delighted to help you out. Today, we're talking to Chris in Texas. Hi, Chris. How can we help you out? I kind of want a second set of eyes or at least maybe some direction from somebody who knows more than me, which granted isn't saying much, but uh, <laughs> I definitely lean heavily on your, your expertise. Sounds uh, good. So tell me what's going on for, for you. Uh, so I'm 34 and my wife is 30 Great. and I have two small children, so a four and a two-year-old. And so we made the decision when her first was born, for her to stay home. So for us, my wife is a teacher, uh, and I, uh, I work in IT, and so we, we had a good cash storage on hand at, at the time, and so that was part of our decision was like, well, I would love for you to stay home and you know not have to do daycare and do that. And I, I'd love for you to be there with them, and she was on board with that. And so we kind of have our cash reserves like a runway. I think of us as like a startup, and this is our runway until you know they're, they're school-aged. Got it. So, and then your your wife right. would consider going back to teaching. That yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we have about a you know a, it'll end up being about six and a half years worth of, of staying home. Mm-hmm. So right now our liquidity we have one hundred and sixty six grand in cash, and I have two hundred forty one thousand dollars in investments, uh, all retirements, none, none are taxable brokerage accounts. So I've got eighty three in my Roth. My wife has seventy in her Roth. And my 403B through work, I've got 75 grand. And then uh, she has a teacher retirement through her old work that's sitting there that I was going to roll over and do a, a 401k for her, but she's going to go back to teaching. So I just kind of left it there. Yeah. I mean, if you're uh, going to go back for sure, keep it in the, the pension system. How many years right. does she have in the system? Uh, she's got, 
think four or five. Uh, so it's still still pretty green. Okay, but still, that's like not nothing. It's not three months no, or a not, year, right? So no, that's, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely um, not nothing. Good. Um, okay, how much do you earn, Chris? Uh, so I make about sixty from my regular job, uh, and then I have a side hustle that uh, I get about thirty a year on. So in total, I bring in about ninety. Okay. So let's just talk about the contributions that you're making out of this yes. 90 grand total. So the 60, you have to pay your yep. health insurance for the family. How much are you yep. putting into your uh, work retirement plan? Prior to setting up this call, I was doing $750 a month. But then I was like, you know, she's probably going to tell me to put in more. So I upped it to 1000 Nice. Um, so it'll be, starting now, will be $12,000 a year. Previously, it had been 9000 Okay. Uh, my work, my work has an amazing benefit that they do a ten point eight percent contribution regardless of what you put in. Come on. Um, yeah. So wow. That, you know. So I, I'm big, big fan of that. Um, and so we have no debt. I have no credit card debt. No student loans. We both own, you know, our cars. We own outright. Uh, but I do definitely have a mortgage for sure. How much is your um, house worth? So my house is worth about four eighty. How much is the remaining on the mortgage right now? Let me just ask you something. I know you just started the thousand dollars a month, uh, but how's we, your cash we max flow? Out of Roths, by the way. Oh, and that's you both sweet. you both do a Roth, so that's good. So that's yes. six grand First each. Step, January one, we yeah. Okay, so that's a lot of money you have going towards retirement. How's the cash flow on all of this? Uh, cash flow is uh, <laughs> we're definitely burned into our our liquidity runway. Um, so I mean. You know, between the 90 I bring in, I would say we're spending, you know, probably 80. Uh, you know, I, I love the idea of, like, the fire movement, and I love the FI part, but we also enjoy nice stuff. And as much as I'd love to, you know, hang it up and live off my blog about avocado toast or whatever <laughs> these people are doing. Um, <laughs> you know, my, oh, that's good. My forum for foosball enthusiasts and Google AdSense. Uh, but I... You know, I enjoy my job and I enjoy the stability that comes with it. So we're not as frugal as perhaps we could be, but I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, totally. So when so, you look back, how much yeah. money did you spend out of that cash reserve? Was it 20 grand? Was it more or less? What do you think? Yeah, it was, it was actually when I ran all of my numbers, I think we were at like 26 okay. that we ate into it. All right, fine. So that's fine. Twenty six grand a year, and you got to do it for—is yeah. it three or four more years at this point? I got, I got three more years. Three more years. So, all yeah. right. So eighty grand, we'll call it ish, um, will come off the top, and that will still, by the time she goes back to work, you'll have—I mean, I don't know—maybe you need a new car, you need a repair, or something. You'll have eighty grand in cash reserves, and then when she goes back to work, how much will she be earning? So being a fifth-year teacher, she'll be probably just a, a little bit north of 50. Okay. I'm looking at this. This all looks like a very good story. I like the idea that you built up your cash reserve in advance. I think that's one of the hard things for, for sure. me to um, explain to a lot of people who are having kids. So parents and grandparents always try to say this, but kids don't listen. But, you know, you're going to want a bigger cash reserve fund. So great all around so far. This is a good story. So when she goes back to work, probably you won't need to dip into your cash reserves anymore. Right. She can also keep contributing to her retirement account, kind of gets you back to where you were. Now, let's get back to questions at hand. What can I yeah. do for you? 
Well, I just wanted to know what are some better, if there are better strategies, and, you know, to, to have that money sitting. And I am very risk averse, obviously, because this is our, you know, this is what we're dipping into as our lifeblood. So it's not like, oh, this is play money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if there are better strategies I could tweak or numbers that, like, well, you're doing this okay, but let's really optimize. Nah, you know, I think it, you're doing. Let it grow as well, or no? I mean, I think for, so. I think chill. the The cash reserves are fine. I mean, look, we don't want cash reserves to be invested. So I don't. I really don't think that's a good idea. I mean, I guess there could be a case that you could put some of the money in a longer term CD. But even that, I like access to my cash. I really do. Yeah. So I'm not really focused on that. I am focused on kind of the game plan, which looks really smart. And I am focused on the kids. So my question to you is, do you have ideas about maybe saving for education as well? Would you want to weave that in? Well, you know, so what's handy and again, you know, part of why I really do like my job is they actually get free tuition uh, for college. And then also at about 200. So I work at a university. Yeah. Uh, And so they get free tuition and then also at a group, a consortium of about 200 other schools that I'll participate in. Okay. Do not leave that job. Did I mention that? Do not leave that job. That is a great job. I will be dead in the cold, cold ground before they pull me out of here. That's right. Okay, Um, good. So what about, where are you invested? Well, let's let's do a little investment stuff because maybe there's some help we can give you with that piece of it. Tell me about that. I don't know if I should at this point. No, not necessarily. I mean, right now you are not investing outside of retirement. So let's go with your, let's start with your employer-based plan. What are some of the uh, investment options in there? What are you using? So I have everything through Vanguard. So TIAA is the one who manages everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just put it in a Vanguard like total index fund. Um, and that's that's it. That's my, you know, the 75 plus okay. that's in there is all in VINIX. Okay. Vanguard index fund. Okay. So you're just one fund, all all stocks, rock and roll. Okay. Yep. What about the Roth uh, IRAs for you and your oh, wife? Oh, yeah. Good, good question. So, yeah, Thank you. My Roth, I have, and it was originally a, a 401k from a previous company that I just rolled into this, and I was in the Fidelity 2040 target date fund, and it performed pretty well, and so I, I know it's a little more expensive than the index fund, but its performance was better. So, uh, I was like, eh, I'd, you know, I'll keep it in there. So I decide not to. And then my wife's Roth is in the Vanguard 2050 target date fund. So Fidelity target date funds, which I think used to be called Freedom Funds, they're expensive. They're expensive. So in other words, I look at the expense ratio, it's three quarters of 1%, I mean, obviously, and not only that, higher than Fidelity index funds. In other words, you could simply take what they do, which is, I'm just looking yeah. right now, I just pulled it up. The Fidelity, you said your wife is in the 2050, right? The 2050 yeah. fund? Well, she's, she's in the Vanguard 2050. All right. So look at the, I'm just going to look at the uh, the Fidelity fund, all yeah. right? So if I That's look the bigger at- bigger of the two for us, so. Okay. So what does the 2040 invest in? 60% domestic equities, meaning there's a- or 61% in the Fidelity 500 fund, okay? Then 31% is an international stock fund and 7% is a bond fund. You could do the same thing. 
you would have probably the exact same performance as they have simply by having cheaper. Yeah. And I think that's probably one teeny tiny example of how we could improve the okay. total cost and and really drive it down. I think it's easy for you to just say, you know what? Let me just stick with three index funds. You can slice it up the way they slice it up, and that's it. Okay. That's okay. all I Would got for like you. A, a bond, I mean, like an index bond. Fund yeah, yeah, yeah. Wide? There's, it, it's you can just go the intermediate term bond fund in both of those houses. Okay. If you want to just sort of have that money fall to your bottom line, Chris, I think that that's right. the way to go. And it does, it sounds, okay. and you can really do a set it and forget it. You can do an auto rebalancing, super yeah. easy, no problem. And that's what I would do. If you would like another set of eyes on your planning and your objectives and your goals and all of that, just give us a holler. Go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact button. And uh, it is the beginning of a week. And I know that that means for some people, you're maybe heading back to work. I hope not working too hard this week. But keep an eye on any of your year-end final issues that you need to take care of. Just a few days to go, okay? Of course, try to lift someone else up today. And our mantra remains, grit, growth, grace. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.